Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey guys, Robert Lamb here, co-host of the Shark Chopper podcast and Horror Play podcast and writer of Doppel Avenue Hurt. We have a special episode here, which is not a traditional Shark Dropper podcast episode. Uh, we have talked about our new podcast, Snubbed, coming out soon. It's the podcast dedicated to exploring the Academy Awards and Best Picture nominees of pretty much every year. This here is a bonus episode we recorded uh, with Snubbed co-host John Lasseveth and Amber Simpson and featuring Mark Hoffmeyer from the Movies, Films, and Flicks podcast, which will also be coming out soon. Uh, snubbed will be coming out this week but we recorded a special oscar episode that we wanted to release before the academy academy awards air so here it is uh we decided to use the shark dropper feed just as a launch point listen to the four of us make our predictions in this bonus episode and make sure to check back for our inaugural episode that will be released on itunes and our website sharkdropper.com later this week anyways here it is guys uh enjoy Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Sure. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. All the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. She walks into mine. And now, and now, we take a look at Academy Awards winners past to determine whether or not they got it right. Shark right. Dropper Studios presents to you Snubs. again we remained silent during <laughs> the intro song but oh are we allowed to talk is that a thing i mean we could talk but i guess we don't but then we'd ruin the great intro that yeah was created yeah we get into oh it. they wouldn't be able to hear us like i uh, was getting pretty amped up actually like, I, was, <laughs> I was i was loving it guys yeah it's good it's it's a it's a good intro i think made by me. Our very own Jonathan me. Moss. Yeah, it was Amber. It, I Amber. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, everything you got it wrong, man. <laughs> everything Jonathan's ever done, it's, it's all. It's really, all because of me, really. It's all been Amber. It's all been Amber it's, the whole time. <laughs> it's like when you have a good ringtone and you just don't pick up the phone because you're too busy jamming out. Like, yeah. <laughs> or it's your mom calling. <laughs> so you hang up and you call back just yeah, to exactly. hear that song again. Um, anyways, welcome to <laughs> Snubbed. <laughs> this very special episode of Snubbed where we are actually going to. Do our Oscar predictions. Uh, I am your host. Ooh. What? So we're not going to go through like some really old like <laughs> no. 1950s we're save, like, Oscar yeah. movies? No, nah, we're saving that for another not time. Not this time, John. Not this time. This is a short episode where we're just going to go through 2014's 
Academy Award nominations for each category and see we're are we betting ten dollars on this? Or are we all I already put my ten dollars on the table, but it's not okay. fair that I'm uh, the only one who put ten dollars on the table. I'll, I'll, I'll get and we'll see who, who who the winner is. Anyway, shoot some bitcoins over for you guys. There you go. I am your host Robert Lamb, and with me as always, John Lassaveth. Hey yo, Amber Simpson. I'm only sometimes here though. Well, the last couple times you've been here, <laughs> so we count that as always hey. now. And we actually have somebody uh, new joining us th- today, and that's uh, Mark Hoffmeyer from Movies, Films, and Flicks podcast, which is going to be under the Shark Dropper uh, label soon. Woo. How's it going? I'm living a dream. You know, of all the podcast joints in all the world, I had to uh, find my <laughs> Skype, <laughs> Skype into ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that classic Humphrey Bogart quote. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, if you've listened to Snub before, you know that... Uh, we usually pick a year and go through and judge the best picture nominees for that year to see if we agree or disagree. Our opinions obviously are better than the Academy's. Well, yeah. Okay. For some reason, they don't let us vote, which is kind of not. Yeah. Upsetting. Well, a lot of these, I'm going to pick what I think will win, but not what I really want to win, which That's is true. how most of them end up working. Yeah. I mean, okay. Out of all these movies, at least just with the best picture nominees, have you guys seen many of them or any of them? I mm. saw. One and a half. One and a half. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> yes, just one. I work in a movie theater. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I could have said one and like five eighths because I probably watched a little bit of each of them. I've seen all but one up. so far. Not that that even persuades what I'm going to vote for because I'm going to go with what the Academy, I think the Academy is going to pick. John, what about you? Uh, I've seen Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't see Jupiter Ascending on here. Is this list right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, for got... some reason, that's not on there. Yeah, I think my list got cut off somewhere. What about you, Mark? you see any other Best Picture nominees? Uh, the only ones I haven't watched are Sniper and uh, Theory of Everything. Yeah. Watch nice. the rest. Yeah. I, I'm still got to watch uh, Boyhood. That's the last one I got to see. Oh, that's the best. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a, that's uh you know, could could be picked this year. It's going back and forth right now, so we'll see what happens. But I guess let's just get into it. Let's get into that's it, Robert Lamb. <laughs> my favorite quote. Is that your catchphrase? Now? That's my catchphrase now. Okay. Wait, yeah. is, is this when we start? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna start, and we're gonna start with one of the most exciting categories, and that is obviously, guys, short film live action. Oh, that's my favorite. So I saw all of these. So I guess what we'll do is we'll go around and uh, just. Say who we picked for this category, and we'll we'll work our way up to the big one, best picture. So let's start with short film, live action. Amber, what did you pick? For I get this to one? go first. Great. Yeah. Well, well, let, all right. Let me do this. The nominees are Aya, Boogaloo, and Graham, Butterlamp, Parvana. <laughs> I guess is how you pronounce it, and then the phone call. Which one is going to win, Amber Simpson? I was really between two of them, the Boogaloo and the phone call, but I ended up with Boogaloo and Graham. All right. John? Well, before I start, <clears throat> I just want to say that my opinion probably is worth more than Robert. Doesn't Williams matter. Yes. <laughs> I have beaten Robert in, pre- in the previous Oscar pool. So and I beat you, oh, too. So. Well, that was an obvious. How did you okay. both beat right. each other? I picked for live action short the phone call. Really? Okay. You're going to lose. Yeah, okay. that's a horrible pick. Mark? <laughs> um, Boogaloo won the BAFTA, I believe, but I think Phone Call has Sally Hawkins and Broadbent. Those are two big names, and they act their faces off in it. So I'm going to go for name recognition and go with the Phone Call. All right, so Good we got answer. two and two right now, because I, I 
picked Boogaloo and Graham. Yeah. So right there, we got two versus two. We'll see. Okay. Okay. We'll see who the winners are. A, well, it's going to be us. Well, no. That's a rough start for you. <laughs> not a loss already. Not, a, not, not at all. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm one up right now, guys. I'm one up. <laughs> We're tied. <Yeah. laughs> all right, so let's move on to the next one, which is short film animated. Oh. The nominees are The Bigger Picture, The Dam Keeper, Feast, Me and My Molten, and a single life. I got to say, like, I haven't seen any of the any Me of these neither. or the last categories either. But I'm just going off of what, you know, other experts have picked um, for for these that I haven't seen. Uh, but Amber Simpson, what did you choose? I chose Feast. Okay. Sounds like just, it would be a great movie. There you go. <laughs> going off of sound <laughs> like, like we're whales. Feasting on something, you know. John? Uh, I wouldn't feast as well because... Uh, I've done my research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feast sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Mark? Well, this one's a problem because last year it was what? The great horse robbery race? Yeah. That was, it was a lock. Everyone's saying like it was, it was going to win, but it ended up losing to Mr. Hublot. And that's the only one I missed last year for the Oscar race. So I'm a little scared about Feast being the front runner because the dam keeper is gaining momentum, but I'm going to stick with Feast. And uh, I, I'm saying that's gonna win. Mark, wasn't that the uh, the only category you missed in last year's Oscar pool? Yeah, it's the only one I missed. Holy was crap. that stupid and Mr. Hublot? And that was the upset, right? That was like not the one that they thought was gonna win, right? Yeah, and yeah, and you know, my buddy got it right because he just picks the categories with the weirdest names, so he would pick <laughs> Boogaloo. So I mean, that might be a lock. And uh, he so, must yeah, win like one... he must win like every March Madness pool. <laughs> so, in the, yeah, in this one he's me and he would probably pick me and my molten molten. But I'm going with Feast. I'm 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 sticking with Feast. I'm going with the favorite. I almost picked the Dam Keeper too, but I ended up on Feast. Yeah, uh, I went with Feast just because isn't that the name of the Jason Mewis movie <laughs> horror movie? So I figured like you know. The Academy. Yeah, you're you're uh, yeah. you're going with the Jason Mewes connection. Yeah, there's <laughs> okay. if if you can make a Jason Mewes <laughs> connection somewhere in the Academy, like it's it's a lock. You heard it here first. Yep. Uh, Oscar pool secrets revealed. There you go. So yeah, I also went with Fee. So it looks like no one's gonna gain momentum there or lose momentum <laughs> because Damn we're all it. tied there. Um, all right, so let's go to the next one. I'm just gonna pick a random category. We'll go with uh, production design. All right, production design nominees are The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Interstellar, Into the Woods, and Mr. Turner. Amber Simpson. Um, I only saw two of these movies, Grand Budapest and Interstellar, but I went with Grand Budapest because that movie was amazing, and I loved the, the set direction for it, so that's, that's what I went with. Didn't see the rest. John? This one's actually kind of tough for me. The... I actually think Interstellar should oh, uh, should get the uh, get the award here, but it seems the tides are kind of shifting towards Grand Budapest Hotel in this category. So I yeah. want Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Grand Budapest Hotel is going to win, but I think Mr. Turner might be the upset. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've heard like great things about Mr. Turner. I was surprised to actually not see it nominated for Best Picture because of like it. It came out of nowhere, but it got like really great reviews. Like, and that's why it like, might win because they do this weird thing of, well, it wasn't nominated for this, so we'll give it this. Right. Uh, I, I don't think Budapest is going to lose, but I've been hearing some mumblings about Turner. Oh. See, I picked uh, Budapest, but I also thought uh, Imitation Game might even only only because I saw some other experts in uh, like they were choosing 
imitation game is going back and forth between imitation game and grand budapest for a while but it looked like most of them eventually you know most of the count went to grand budapest and that's what i chose to so again all of us chose the same thing no so, that's not to say surprise. like you know grand budapest didn't deserve it it was a <clears throat> no 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 these sets in grand budapest are beautifully designed it's everything you would uh, expect in a wes anderson movie it's just i thought interstellar it was just but that amazing. should win something different like visual effects or something well, I guess that's I was sit- I was sitting in the theater with my wife, and I just looked over, and I'm like, the the amount of tchotchkes in the Grand Budapest Hotel is just <laughs> astounding. Like, <laughs> the, the art design on this film must have been an absolute bastard because everything is so meticulous and centered, and I mean, he really stepped it up with the claymation and and all the sets. So I and Anderson's yeah. known for that. I mean, if you look at all his films, like they're yeah. the production quality is, I mean. You know, I bet you all his tchotchkes came from uh, Wes Anderson's living room. <laughs> or, a, or, a, or a Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. yeah. That's where they filmed Grand Budapest. It was just in the middle of an Ikea in the living room section. <laughs> that, they, see, they did Mr. Turner there, too. So I'm thinking it's a, it's a toss-up. That's true. They did Interstellar in the back of an Ikea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was in the big warehouse part. <laughs> During lunch, the cast go eat Swedish meatballs. Yeah. The horse oh, meat. Oh, man. That sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> that lingonberry sauce? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, so let's go on to the next category. Or, actually, I didn't even say my choice, but I also picked uh, Grand Budapest. There um, you go. Just because, for the same Why reasons. Not? But uh, let's go over to uh, makeup and hairstyling. Uh, there's only three nominees for this category, and that's Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Amber Simpson. Um. My heart says Guardians of the Galaxy, but my research says Grand Budapest. Yeah. I, w- I really want Guardians to win something, but I feel like it won't just because of what it is. Yeah, and you kind of got to side with like what the Academy is going for. Exactly. You can't just go with your, your heart. But your heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, John. <laughs> you pick. Is that going to be the first of many Celine Dion references? <laughs> yeah. I got a bunch stacked up, and I'm just ready to throw them out there. Okay. Uh, as you guys know, makeup and hairstyling is a huge passion of mine. <laughs> so, uh, I was very... Yeah, we, we can see by your hairstyle today. Yeah, yeah. It's intense. Looks like it took some work. It's like yeah. almost too like, intense. <clears throat> it's like, like a it. full hawk, but not yeah. full. It's professionally disheveled. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, I just... Yeah, I have to agree... Everybody's going to go to Grand Budapest Hotel, but Foxcatcher, it was pretty impressive what they did to Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, I don't know, he looked different, and it didn't look so in a obviously fake way. Um, uh, I don't know how best to put that, but I think that was impressive how they changed Steve Carell, but, you know, the the winds are uh, going towards Grand Budapest Hotel's way on this one. I think Foxcatcher has a, has a chance, though. I, I saw some people... Go for Foxcatcher. Well, it has a one in three chance. So, yeah, it, it <laughs> does. so it does have a chance. <laughs> it's more than yeah, the other categories. All right, Mark, what about you? All right, well, my fake nose says Foxcatcher, but my uh, Your real heart? nose says Grand Budapest. <laughs> Grand Budapest. You, like, just the total Swinton makeup. Um, I mean, Grand Budapest is on a gravy train right now, so I don't, I don't see anything stopping it. Well... I will say that I went the opposite way, and oh, I picked Foxcatcher. 
Oh, about Ooh. time. Nice. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to show some love to Foxcatcher. Come on. It didn't get nominated for Best Picture. There's some other stuff. Is but it worth losing the Oscar pool over? Robert? I'm not, I'm not going to lose it. That's okay. why I'm not worried. He's because Foxcatcher, I just feel like it's got to get something. And I feel like this is the one thing it's going to get. All right. And there are some experts. I, I don't know if it was Variety or Entertainment Weekly or Me. whoever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever. But uh, there is some love towards Foxcatcher. And because of like what it is. True story, drama, like it just, I feel like it has a chance. So I think I mean, that's Dallas, the one. Dallas Buyers Club did it with $300 for a, a makeup budget. So you yeah. could go small and win. So that yeah, nose could work wonders. And I agree. Like it'd be cool if Guardians of the Galaxy got something, but I don't think it's it's got a chance. Um, let's go to the next category. We're going to go documentary. We'll go short subject. Nominees are Crisis Hotline Veterans Press One, Joanna. Our Curse, The Reaper, and White Earth. Amber Simpson. If I was picking off of names, I'd pick The Reaper. <laughs> but but I picked Crisis Hotline, Veterans Press. I haven't seen any of these. I saw it was really between that and Joanna. But just given the name of it, Veterans, it's, I feel like it's going to win. Really? John? Yeah. I kind of dropped the ball on this one because I saw all of last year's documentary shorts that were nominated this year i haven't watched any of them and i feel really bad about that we should yeah you're yeah. a terrible person you're bad <laughs> I, I hate i hate you, you at least should have watched white earth <laughs> yeah but he's racist so <laughs> right <laughs> screw you john <laughs> no i'm going with uh crisis hotline veterans press one aside from the fact that it has an awesome title i just uh no it's uh apparently it's you know the grand budapest hotel of documentary shorts it's gonna be, <laughs> uh, it's getting a lot of good buzz. Yeah. All right, Mark. Cross, crisis Hotline. Yeah. Boom. There we go. I went different. I was going to oh, do a joke about snap. picking up my phone and saying Crisis Hotline, but I didn't want to push it this early. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> press one. <laughs> I, I, I thought about doing Crisis Hotline, but I actually went Joanna. Oh, snap. Just because it was back and forth between those two. You're and such a rebel. I know. I want to differentiate a little bit, so that way either it gives me a good edge or no edge at all, and I lose my ground. But whatever. I'm going with Joanna because I saw some buzz behind that. And it was a lot of them were saying between that one and Crisis Hotline. So I figured you'd go. You know, way. Robert, you bring it up, uh, <clears throat> picking like uh, kind of against the green, kind of brings up, uh, I think, like a viable Oscar pool strategy for those of you who have got a lot of money on the line on this. You know, when the uh, major categories all looks like it's going to kind of. It's kind of a consensus picks, like everybody's gonna pick all the same. Yeah. Sometimes it's worth it to kinda chance yeah. it. Yeah, pick uh go I against agree. the grain on the smaller categories. Yeah. There's a there's a chance. Well I remember I don't know if it was last year or the year before, or maybe it was even both years where the smaller categories were where you and I went back and forth. Like I would lose one, you would win one, and then you would lose one and I'd win I'd win that one. And it was like the smaller categories where we just kind of went. That was the battleground. Yeah, it wasn't know? the main one. Yeah, best picture, ones. best actor. I mean, those are all easy. Yeah, we chose. Those, well, this year it's ones. not that easy. It's actually not that easy this year, but we'll see how everyone 
I feel like this year is going to be a surprise for a lot of things. You know, Robert, I feel like you're the uh, M. Night Shyamalan of Oscar picks. Because, like, (laughs) there's, there's, like, twists and turns. And, (laughs) you're doing it your way. And, like, you swing for the fences, occasionally miss, like, the happening. You could knock one. You know, this Joanna could be your sixth sense, man. Just be your breakout hit. And, or it uh, could be your lady in the water. Well, (laughs) but a lot of people don't know this studio is actually part of a nature preserve. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty cool, so. Uh, it's funny you say that. <laughs> is, that why you, is that why you walked in wearing a red cape? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Scared of the monster in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to the next one. We'll go documentary feature. Citizen 4, Finding Vivian Mayer. I think that's how you pronounce it. Last Days in Vietnam, The Salt of the Earth, and Varunga. Amber Simpson. I feel like this one's not going to be a contest, and it's going to be Citizen 4. But again, I have seen none of them. Okay. John? John? <laughs> I agree with Amber because of that convincing argument she just made. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Most convincing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Documentary feature is usually a category that I'm not too well versed in. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, to be quite honest. And but the ones I do usually don't get up, end up getting nominated. So yeah, I'm not an expert in this category. Well, I remember like searching for Unlike Sugar Man was kind hair. of like a lock <laughs> and stuff. But this year, I didn't see any of them, so... I don't know. Mark? Now, uh, Varunga, it's on Netflix now, and so I think it is getting wide press and could make a surge, so it is oh. definitely a two-horse two race between these two. Uh, I'm going to go boring and just go with Citizen Four, but Varunga, I mean, if you're an M. Night Shyamalan type of guy, you, Lamb. You, might, you, you might go for Varunga. I already chose, and it. I'm not going to do it. I'm already going for Citizen uh, Four. Oh. I got to keep it somewhat sane, guys. I'm not going to go so crazy, all right? Not going on those thin limbs out there. I'm I'm staying on the, the meat of the tree, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> the meat of the tree. I think I think you tried to make like three different metaphors at the same time. Well, I was gonna say what's the like a, a thick limb, strong branch. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what is right. he gonna say next? Well, then he started talking about a train. It's just like <laughs> the twist. Your twist and turn, man. Oh, oh, they're all over the place. Anyways, the train uh, was a nature preserve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went Citizen 4. Um, let's just go to the next category, which we'll do uh, costume design. Nominees are Grand Budapest Hotel, Inherent Vice, Into the Woods, Maleficent, and Mr. Turner. Amber Simpson. You're so fast, I can't even find it on my paper yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're using paper like they did back in the day. All our iPads okay. are in the shop. Yeah, yeah. Costume design. Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> um, I didn't see. I saw Maleficent and I hated it, so I hope that doesn't win anything. Okay. I don't think it will. Okay, <laughs> John. Best costume design. The another passionate. <laughs> <laughs> right design. below makeup and hair. Right. It's a close second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Grand Budapest Hotel, and I really do think it deserves the win. It does. Yeah. The uh, costumes are great. The costumes were great, and they fit the characters. You know, it was the uh, it took place when the eighteen hundreds. I could be wrong. No, no. The World War Two. Yeah, it's World War Two. No, I was close. Yeah, yeah. 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 History was never your strong suit. No, no. It's not costume and makeup and hair. Right. But no, well, I mean they weren't, they weren't wearing like you know chinos and khakis. Like it was just right. No, plus like it was very you know Wes Anderson. He's a very Stylish 
person and that shows through uh, all of his characters and their fashion sense. Well, it fit so well cool. with like the production design too. And like, obviously I think we all picked Grand Budapest for production design and that's just like, he's got an eye for like what he wants. And I think the costume and production design, like really just. No, as far as costume together. design goes, I think the best one out of Wes Anderson's movies were, was a uh, life aquatic. I knew you were going <laughs> to yeah. say that one. <laughs> Best costume design. It was Wes right. Anderson's uh, film catalog. Yeah, sure. The Oscars of Wes Anderson. Yeah. All right, Mark, what about you? All right, so history is on the musical side and into the woods. I mean, they brought it, uh, man. They, brought, they turned up to the costumes to 11. And, uh, I mean, huge cast, had a lot to work with, but I'm going boring again, going Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about Into the Woods. I even thought about maybe Mr. Turner because I heard like some buzz around this category for Mr. Turner. But again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go boring too and say Grand Budapest, just because. That's why. You, you know what's funny though? In the past, I've been so pissed off that Wes Anderson movies haven't won Oscars, and now I'm just like, ah, oh, Grand Budapest will win. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why is he getting snubbed? And then now I'm like, yeah, he'll, he'll oh. clean up. Yeah. Well, this is like. But the other movies in that category though like inherent vice isn't up for anything else right into the woods isn't is into, it into no. the woods isn't. is but only mr turner oh into the woods is yeah but maleficent and inherent vice i don't believe they are well going back to wes harrison uh i feel like the reason why we're kind of because me and mark are huge wes harrison fans the Who the reason it? we're kind of feeling kind of meh about all the oscar buzz this year is because grand budapest hotel was to be quite honest, one of Wes Anderson's weaker movies. What? It doesn't really compare I, to compare to like uh, the rest of the movies, like World Tenenbaums, Rushmore. See, for me, it was like middle of the road. Like yeah. I liked it. It wasn't his best, but it wasn't his worst. I what I love most about his films are the characters. Like when you think about Life Aquatic, you think Steve Zissou. When you think about the Tenenbaums, you think about the Tenenbaums. Uh, Rushmore, you think of Max Fisher and Herman Bloom. But when you think about Grand Budapest Hotel, I don't really think of the characters. I think more of the set pieces. And the tchotchkes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've always been drawn to the characters. And so uh, I'm, I'm a huge Wes Anderson. If you could see The Office, I mean, it's all like Wes Anderson books and no- law gnomes. and <laughs> Really? Prince. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of ridiculous. But if I could have my Steve Zissou hat on, I would. But uh, <laughs> uh, I knew I forgot to bring something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the next category. We'll go foreign language film. Uh, nominees were Ida, Leviathan, Tangerines, Timbuktu and Wild Tales. Amber Simpson, who's going to win in that category? Um, it was between Ida and Wild Tales for me. I think I saw more for Ida than I did for Wild Tales, but I read an article on Wild Tales, and I really think it has a chance. I'm going against the grain a little bit on Ooh. this one. I'm going for Wild Tales. All Go right. Argentina. <laughs> yeah. John? I'm going Ida. The, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the movie about Ida. It, you know, I like potatoes. There's yep. a company that makes French fries called. Oh, I Ida. can't wait for the sequel, Ho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get back in that train. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you, Mark? Ida, it's the shortest, three letters. It's on Netflix. Easy for people to say. It's 90 minutes long. has great cinematography, black and white. It checks off all the boxes. See, uh, for me, I really wanted to go for the Peter Weller, Ernie Hudson Leviathan, 
but I realized that that's not the same one. Oh. For some reason, they don't nominate films from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> still. So uh, I'm going to go with Ida and just uh, keep it boring and simple. So Amber went and against what? the grain this time. Yeah. Robert, you're going from Sixth Sense to uh, Lady in the Water here. The last airbender over here. That's about Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not after Earth. It's it's getting there pretty quickly. You don't do I, something. I'm just going mainstream, all right? I'm all going right. after Earth, and I'm not going to make Tell it. Time to fix that train. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go to the next category. Let's just do uh, let's do sound editing. Oof. Sound editing. Nominees are American Sniper, Birdman, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, Interstellar, and Unbroken. Amber Simpson, who's going to win? I think this is the most movies I've seen in a category. <laughs> um, yeah. I went with American Sniper because of my research. Um, and, and yeah, I think that's probably the best, the best option. I don't really know what I would choose for sound editing. I don't pay that much attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't edit yeah. much sound? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Uh, you know, I think, I think my two personal favorites in this category were Interstellar and The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Mm. But the uh, I got to agree with uh, Amber Simpson. I think American Sniper, you know, when you're doing like, uh, Os- when you're picking, you know, your picks for Oscar pools, like, it's important to note that you should never pick with your heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's what gets never. you in trouble. Yep. That's when you lose. You know, my heart says Interstellar or maybe even The Hobbit, but my head is going with American Sniper on this one. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you got to kind of play to like what the Academy, what you think the Academy is going to pick, not what you want to win. And that's what lately we've had a lot of experience with what the, what it would pick by going back and watching all these movies. Yeah. But I mean, we usually, I don't know, like agree or disagree, like certain films, but a lot of times like, you know, what what wins so far isn't too bad. There are upsets, obviously, and you got to account for those. But if you go with like the experts, a lot of times you're it's a it's a safer bet than just going with your heart. You know what the <laughs> yeah. toughest thing is this year is there's no gravity that's going to suck up all the CGI or the uh, special effects, uh, Edit, cinematography, sound, both sound, sound awards because the sound editing and the sound mixing they're predicting two different winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean. I'm I'm a sniper I have for editing. Yeah, I actually, I did the same thing. Sound editing, American Sniper. I just feel like American Sniper's got to win something, and this is what's going to win. Yep. Okay, so for a few times, Robert went against the grain. We're all pretty much in agreement. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, the the next one, I got got an Unbreakable coming up, so. Oh, do you? All right, yeah. yeah, Are we going sound mixing? (laughs) Okay. Sound mixing. (laughs) Sound mixing. Okay, hold on. What's the difference between sound mixing and sound editing? You know, one you mix the sound, the other one you edit. Oh, yeah. okay. That Duh, John. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, what a dumb question that was. Now I know. And before even answering it, let's just move on. <laughs> All right, sound mixing, American Sniper, Birdman, Interstellar, Unbroken, and Whiplash. Doo-doo-doo. Amber Simpson. Okay, this one was between American Sniper and Whiplash, but... The amazing things I've heard about Whiplash, and I really want to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. I went with that one just because I think American Sniper will get the editing, editing, and I think Whiplash deserves something, and I think this will be it. All right, John. So I think this is the first mention of Whiplash so far in the podcast. I feel like 
Whiplash is going to be kind of the dark horse of this year's show. If anybody, if any movie has a chance to pull off a huge upset, I think it's going to be Whiplash. But <laughs> as far as sound mixing goes, <laughs> not Whiplash. <laughs> no, actually, I picked Whiplash. <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. Mark, what about you? Oh, I did Whiplash. But no, since you guys are doing Whiplash, I'm going to go to American Sniper. Oh really? man. That's actually what I picked. I picked American Sniper. Nice. I want I want Whiplash to win, but I also I feel that because American Sniper will probably win for sound editing, I'm going with what happens a lot of times is sound editing and sound mixing. Why isn't it just one category? Sound stuff. Sound stuff. You know, if the, if the guy who does sound is listening to this right now, he is freaking out. Oh yeah, out. yeah. He's pissed he off. is Too throwing bad. things. Jonathan's you know, not here. <laughs> He, his sound is great. It sounds great when he's yeah. listening to it, but he's freaking out right now. Yeah, he's he's pissed. Jonathan threw his headphones like like in the trash like five minutes ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go with American Sniper just because I think at the sound editing will be American Sniper, and I think he'll also uh, win for sound mixing. Um, all right, so let's go on to – let's keep with the sound and go to music original score. Nominees are Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Interstellar, Mr. Turner, and The Theory of Everything. Amber Simpson. Uh, this one was a little hard for me, too. It was between Grand Budapest, Imitation, and Theory of Everything. And I think Theory of Everything is going to take this one. Um, I didn't see it, so I can't say why. But <laughs> I just my yeah, heart whatever. and my, my mind picked this one. <laughs> there you go. Well, my heart. Says Grand Budapest Hotel. Well, I can't win everything, John. Yeah. But my head says theory of everything takes this category. Okay. What about you? The Viking wins. The Viking? <gasps> yeah. The guy's name is Johan Johansson. That's true. Uh, that's a pretty good name. Johan Johansson. You know, he did the entire <laughs> score uh, on top of a Viking ship, just banging stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, just one drum. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, one drum, a shield, and an axe. Yeah, and uh, he scored an entire Hawking film. He's gonna come in, just storm into the Oscars, and just pillage. And I was gonna say he raided a village while he <laughs> made that, that soundtrack, right? <laughs> and he's gonna pick up whoever gives him the war and just run away with him. Yeah, I can see that. And then melt Watch down out Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably melt down the statue and make a, a good axe with that good weapon. Odin. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Theory of Everything. I feel like Alexandre Desplat deserves it, though, since he's in two of them. He just should get it. <laughs> yeah. Just for being nominated for two different things. That's happened a few times. You know what, though? I wouldn't. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I don't know if I'd want to be nominated twice because the votes would probably get split. Yeah. That's true. And then, like, and then some guy named, you know, Hank Jablonski wins for, <laughs> yeah. for the award. And you're like, oh. Plus, it's like a double sting. You're nominated yeah. twice, and one <laughs> of the lose. other people wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, what was in a previous uh, podcast, I think when we did the year 2000, mm. uh, Steven Soderbergh got nominated twice for Best Director for it was, uh, lost, Aaron, right? Brockovich Aaron Brockovich and Traffic. No, he won. Oh, no, he did win. He yeah, won. He yeah, traffic, won. traffic won. Yeah, Traffic won. But still, he got nominated for two of them, which was But at least he won. Cool. That's going to suck for this to splat, man. <laughs> or just yeah. Blatt. He's no Soderbergh. <laughs> nope. All right. So let's go on to music original song. Nominees are Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. Everything There's your is Lego awesome. movie. Glory from Selma. Grateful from Beyond the Lights. I'm Not Gonna Miss You from Glenn Campbell, I'll Be Me. And Lost Stars from Begin Again. Centuries 
by Fall Out Boy is an honor. <laughs> Sadly, no. But you all about. Remember me. Not enough Fall Out Boy in the Academy Awards, uh, I'd say. That's what I've I always thought. I want to be in an arena right now listening to that song. <laughs> Watching some Orlando Magic, listening to some Fall Out Boy. Nice. Amber Simpson, what's going to win? What's going to win is Glory from Selma. What I want to win is Everything is Awesome because that song is the best. Yeah. Because it makes me feel like everything is awesome. Oh, so again, your heart. My heart says everything is awesome. But my brain says glory for many reasons. <laughs> yeah. One, because it's Selma, and I feel like it'll win something. It'll win something. Makes okay. sense. <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I picked uh, Glory from Salem here originally. Salem. Yeah. I think <laughs> he uh, always says Salem. <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick. Really? Yeah. To everything is awesome. Yeah, I think I am. Really? Yeah. I got They could get it. They could feel bad. Bold. It wasn't. It wasn't nominated for the best. That's a bold, but yet animated. Stupid move. I like it. Joe. <laughs> I like it. I'm on your side. That is, that, that's risky. That, that's risky. It's really no, risky. I, uh, I'm. Uh, I got to pull a Tom Cruise here in risky. Business. I hope you win okay. it. That's yeah. like the sequel Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Glory's gonna win. Yep. Damn it. I'm. I'm picking that one too. Hey, everyone's got to have their own dark horse, and that's, that's yours, yours John. John. Everything else has been... No switchbackies. You got to stick with that. All right. No Jared, Le- no Jared Leto's. Do nope. you remember that movie? <laughs> what was that? With Danny Glover switchback? Dang, I don't think I saw that. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. <laughs> Classic. It had that Fall Out Boy song in it. Centuries. Yeah. <laughs> Just centuries. <laughs> Not Sugar, We're Going Down. All right, let's go to the next category. Let's go film editing. Ooh. Nominees are American Sniper, Boyhood, Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, and Whiplash. Amber. Boyhood. Um, I think because of how long it took to film it, I think that's going to win. Maybe just not that reason. Yeah, for those who don't know, Boyhood took... How many years? To that's a lot of film. That's that's years and years of editing of that, film. That, that, that <laughs> took him twelve years to edit that bad boy. How much footage did he have? Like that's like for real. Did he just like oh, yeah. record the kids' whole life forever? Probably. Okay. Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going with uh, Boyhood. Like, uh, you know, if you think about it, it's just a massive, massive job. Like trying to edit, trying to edit something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many? Chances do you get to? Uh, how many chances do you get to get it right for this one? Like you spend like twelve years making this movie, and you don't want to mess it up, right? And he pulled it off, so I gotta I gotta give him credit for that. Yeah. So my heart saying boyhood, <laughs> and, and your my head is saying the same thing because I feel like a lot of people in the academy are gonna are gonna have similar sentiments, right? So. Yeah, Mark. Boyhood. Yeah. I, I went with Boyhood because of the same reasons. I, I know like it took for like took them so long to, to make this film and the editing of it. They had to edit this guy this boy's life. And like I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard like great things. And it seems like the Academy and, and experts and stuff are gonna choose that one. You know what I love the most about it is it doesn't do the title cards nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one. It 
it, it lets you know what time frame it is by the music or the PS3 or a Harry, uh, a Harry Potter uh, screening. It, right. it kind of it treats the viewer as, you know, an intelligent human being. And it kind of lets you remember all these things via music and and just really great transitions. And so it doesn't have the flashy action scenes cuts, but it's very it's very smart and technical. So I think it does deserve that award. Yeah, and I and I, I hope it gets it because I like you said it deserves it. And something that took that long that actually turned out great, like that's that's an achievement. Yeah, it deserves uh, everything. Editing was the that's the first major category, right? right? Yeah, for this yeah for Boyhood. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's go to visual effects. Nominees include Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, and X-Men, Days of Future Past. Amber? So I had trouble with this one, and I'm still kind of having trouble wanting to change my mind last minute. Um, it was between Planet of the Apes, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Interstellar for me. I went back with, I don't think Guardians is going to win anything. And I originally picked Interstellar, but I realized when I first started thinking of this, I was thinking of Gravity and not Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Perfect. space movies. So I'm going to change mine. I'm going to go with Planet of the Apes. John? Planet of the Apes was actually one of my surprise favorites that came out in the past year. I actually enjoyed the movie a lot. Yeah. The special effects were actually really well done. The... The way they animated the apes, it didn't look too cheesy. It didn't look too fake. They look, they move like, you know, how real apes would move in nature. Mm. And it was just really well done. You know, I had, so my, yeah, my head says Planet of the Apes, but, or like, no, my heart says Planet of the Apes. Yeah. But my head is saying Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. Snap. Yeah. Huh. All right, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm 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 gonna pick with my heart here and say Interstellar. Uh, I think Interstellar is gonna win. I do think Dawn was it Dawn? They had better effects, but I really wasn't a fan of the movie. And I think under uh, Interstellar is just gonna win because it's not gonna win anything else. So I'm going with good old Mixie in space. Well, yeah, I went back and forth for a while. I thought about both of those, and uh, I eventually just landed on Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I, I did like that movie. I thought the special effects were really well done, and uh, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of Interstellar, and I just I feel like more more went into Dawn when it came to visual effects. And maybe oh, that, that that tank scene was amazing. Oh, that was an awesome three sixty shot. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Dawn. So hey, we're split. Yeah, yeah. Two and two. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next category. Let's go cinematography. Nominees include Birdman, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Ida. Mr. Turner and Unbroken, Amber Simpson. Cinematography, I went with Birdman. Uh, in my research, nothing else touched Birdman. So went with that. That's good. Okay. Yeah, it's the only reason I got it. <laughs> Simple. I think, uh, let's see. So my heart is going to Grand Budapest. Of course it is. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, story-wise, Grand Budapest Hotel was not Wes Harrison's strongest, but visually speaking, it's right up there. With It's everything you would want in a Wes Harrison movie. You have, like, perfectly framed shots, 
the 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 ski chase. It was actually really it was actually really cool looking. Yeah. It was actually yeah, I, I think it was a mix of uh clay. what green screen or, or clay. Yeah. yeah. I think uh yeah, that was really well done. But I think I know I gotta go with Birdman, because uh that's that's what my head is saying. Yeah. So. What about you, Mark? Yeah, no, I'm going with Birdman because it's such a such a feat. You know, I work on a lot of sets and I watch a lot of the, the camera movements, the dolly tracks. And just watching that movie stressed me out because of how difficult it was with just the moving corridors and the way you got to, I mean, you got to pull focus for all of those. And if you mess up focus once, it's really going down the drain. So they had to plan it out. I bet the rehearsals were crazy. I just, it, it was a, a master class. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going with, with Birdman. Yeah, there were a lot of tight corners, a lot of just movement with the characters following one character down a hallway. And then as that character turns, the camera turns the opposite way and meets other characters in mid-motion. Sounds like an episode of West Wing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty intense, and I, I, I like that about it. I mean, a lot of like single shots that lasted a decent amount of time. And I just, I, I don't know, the camera placement, the camera movement, I, I think, yeah, the cinematography is going to go, I mean, it's going to go to Birdman. I, wish. I mean, if you mess that up once, if you, you both do it don't again. pull focus, if you bump into something, you got to do another six-minute take again. Right. So it's like it was just an A game all around. Yeah. But yeah. But dick, yeah. But dick poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Turner was dick pope. Dick pope. Yeah. And I read an article and they spelled it dick poop and it made me laugh. So he should win. <laughs> so, so he should win for that. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, uh, did they just spelt it like that? They did. But then I think, I don't know. It was probably a joke because they crossed it out and then wrote it correctly. I said oh, okay. dick poop and it was crossed out. <laughs> nice. <Dick Pope. laughs> a, a, a classy poop or fart gag always, always makes me laugh. <laughs> it always gets a chuckle out of me. <laughs> They're very rare. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> yeah. You gotta keep it classy. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're getting into the bigger categories. Let's uh, let's go with writing, and we'll do original screenplay. Nominees include Birdman, Boyhood, Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Nightcrawler. Amber Simpson. Grand Budapest all the way. Heart and mind picks the Grand Budapest. Boom. Heart, mind. What about butt? My butt. Nightcrawler. Okay. Because it crawls in the night. <laughs> <laughs> <Dick poop. laughs> Sorry. Keeping it classy. <laughs> John? Okay. I All the nominees in this category, I have no problem like uh, with any of them winning. Don't like, pretend uh, like your heart's not going to choose Grand Budapest. Yeah, your heart's been all for Grand Budapest. You know, I feel you like... just marry man. Grand Budapest. Yeah, you savvy person. <laughs> it's a very varied selection this year. Yeah, Birdman. To Boyhood, Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, Nightcrawler. Lots of good ones. They're not all just straight dramas. Right. You know? That's what I appreciate the most. Like, it's a nice mix of, like, eclectic movies. But I'm going with uh, Grand Budapest Hotel in this one. Shocking. I, I wish know. Nightcrawler <laughs> would win something, though. Yeah. Mark? No, my loins say Nightcrawler. I, uh, Clavicle says Boyhood, but my heart says, and my head say Grand Budapest Hotel. So that's what it is. Robert, what does your mouth say? (laughs) My mouth says Grand Budapest is going to win, and that's because most of the experts say it's going to win. I thought it was a good movie, but like I would like to see either Boyhood or Nightcrawler take it. But you know what? I'm I guess I'm fine also with Grand Budapest. Now, like a a younger, more immature me would have definitely picked Nightcrawler because I love the script. I think it's like yeah, I I think it's brilliant. I think it's like Taxi Driver for this 
I, I love the characters. The dinner scene alone was amazing between Russo and, and uh, Gyllenhaal. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love how not everything was explained. I, I love the guy as a screenwriter, and I totally would pick that, but it's just not going to win. Nah, it just doesn't have enough buzz behind it. Um, I The fact that Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get nominated for Best Actor is kind of like... Ridiculous. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. But, you know, it, there's... Guess we can say he got snubbed. Oh, <laughs> he got snubbed for prison prisoners too. I love that movie. I thought he was great in that. What ha what has he been nominated for? Anything like recently? I don't think so. Was he nominated for Jarhead? I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Brokeback Mountain. He was nominated. Oh, for. that's true. That was <laughs> oh, yeah. what oh five. So it's been a while. I forgot. Maybe there's a snub right there. Crash beat broke back that year. Yeah, I can't wait till we do oh five. That's gonna be a fun one. All John's right, so let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Pretend. Writing adapted screenplay. That's American Sniper, The Imitation Game, Inherent Vice, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Amber. I want Whiplash to win, but it's going to be Imitation Game, I feel. Yeah, and doing uh, research for this category, I was actually kind of surprised. I'm expecting the general consensus to be on American Sniper. Yeah. Win, but it's actually looking like Imitation Game is a. Uh, getting all the buzz for this category. So I'm going surprisingly imitation game. Mark? Yeah, imitation. It's not going to win best picture or best actor, uh, a lot of those awards. So they're just going to give the award to, uh, you know, the adapted screenplay. So. It, it's funny that there's there's not like one movie that's going to sweep this year or win like a majority of these Oscars. It seems like it's going to be pretty spread out. Yeah. And uh, Ida? I, Ida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ida's one of those. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm going imitation game just because of the experts saying that they believe that this is the one that's going to win. I would like to see Whiplash get it. And I was surprised that American Sniper didn't have more buzz behind it going into this category. I, I loved Whiplash, though. I, I, I thought that was an amazing movie. And uh, as for American Sniper adapted, I just thought that that would have like a little bit more going for it. And it looks like imitation game is the one that's everyone's rooting for or the one. That's the one they're predicting, so I'm going to go with them, the experts, and the say imitation experts. game. Now, I have a question for you, too, real quick. Uh, but Whiplash, I feel like I'm in the minority of this, and I really liked it. I knew all the buzz. I went and watched it, and I enjoyed it. But I, I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it sort of spelled everything out for me. Like, it, it talks you through everything, has the familiar tropes. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It just felt I, – I liked it, and I thought it was a good film about pursuit of greatness, but – I just never was drawn into it at all. Like it just felt like get Buddy Rich or die trying. You know, like uh, I think the performances is what kind of sold the movie to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, for me, going into it, I knew a little bit about it. I didn't know that much. And when I watched it, it did follow kind of like the same tropes that a lot of those rise to like greatness kind of stories will do. Right. But for me, it was like that connection between Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons that like back and forth and just like how hard J.K. Simmons was on people, like just how hard he was as a teacher. And it made me tense throughout like the whole movie, which I was kind of like, I was surprised that like I was just tense the whole movie. And it's not even a movie about cops and robbers or action scenes or anything like that. It's just like, it's just these two guys. And I, I don't know. I just like that. I mean, it, it especially like the ending when, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. when you have like this kind of, you know, confrontational showdown between the two lead actors, I thought like that was just really well done. Maybe um, you shouldn't 
should give up your pre-movie ritual chugging six espresso shots. <laughs> eh, maybe, you would be yeah, so tense was, all the time. I'm, just, I'm normally just really tense. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, actually. I've noticed that because I was really tense during Titanic and really tense during Shakespeare in Love. And, oh, man. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of it, but, you know, whatever. Now, I, I loved Whiplash, though. I For some reason, it just grabbed me, and I, I was surprised by it. It was really not a movie I expected to do so good and to get nominations. I don't know why. Maybe because of what it's about. Um, and compared to everything else, I feel like uh, it's a broader audience for everything else than it is for, for Whiplash. But it's getting attention. I kept drawing a comparison between J.K. Simmons and Sam Jackson and Unbreakable. I know I keep going back to M. Night Shyamalan, but you know how, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know how like Mr. Glassy destroys all those things to find like a really strong human. I feel like J.K. Simmons just destroyed people in hopes of finding that one person. Right. Yeah, and that's why he was so hard on people, so hard on them. Yeah. And then but he like, found Bruce could, Willis. Could you do that? Like these people are paying to go to the school, and this guy's like physically abusing them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, I wouldn't be able to do that. I would have broke down and cried just like Miles Teller. <laughs> I don't want to play the drums. I'm so sorry. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Why yeah. would you want to fight back? You got drumsticks in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> then you get expelled. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the next category. Let's get let's into do it. Um, animated. <laughs> you made me say the word wrong. Animated feature film. Big Hero 6. The Box Trolls. How to Train Your Dragon 2. Song of the Sea. The Tale of the Princess Kaguya. Let's Kaguya. Um, I'm really disappointed that the Lego movie was not nominated because I think that should win. Because I loved that movie. And you the rest of these, in? to me, weren't, weren't the best. And from my research, I think it's going to be How to Train Your Dragon 2. But it's really weird to me that the sequel is going to win. An Oscar. Okay. Yeah. But Big Hero 6 could, you know, come from behind I think and rape a chance. your dragon. Now, it should be noted that. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that poor dragon. What's going on? What? She said rape the dragon. Oh, it's man. It's going to come from behind. Dang, I was just so focused on what I was going to say. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I totally missed that. What do you think, John? Yeah. Oh, how am I supposed to follow up? <laughs> no, I think... Uh, well, uh, what I was going to say <laughs> is that it should be noted that there's no Pixar uh, yeah. movie yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. That's because no Pixar movie was released this past year. Right. So this is usually like a Pixar category. Yeah, it's just like what Pixar is going to win. Yeah, I feel like the voters are like, oh, what did Pixar release? Uh, just pick that. Yep. But no, it, uh, it's interesting to see you know, how the competition fares when there's no Pixar movie. And uh, yeah, I... I agree with Amber. It's a shame that the Lego movie was not nominated for yeah. this. But, uh, you know, I got to go with How to Train Your Dragon 2. <laughs> I haven't seen the sequel, but I love the first one, and I hear good things about the second one. And I Perfect. hear a lot of good things from these uh, Oscar experts. <laughs> yeah. That this is going to win. So I'm going with How to Train Your Dragon 2. There you go. Mark? Uh, H-T-T-Y-D-2 for the win, son. I mean, it's like uh, it's going to get on top of the competition and it's just going to ride them and wait, no, I'm <laughs> ride them really oh, hard and just carrying the big hero. Six <laughs> yeah. no, dude, I, I love it. I love how to train your dragon. I love the plot. I love toothless. I want a toothless. I, uh, yeah, I, I love it. I love that. I think it's beautiful. I think it had like the most holy crap moments of the year. The visual effects were amazing. Roger Deakins was the consultant on it. That's why it looked so good. That's awesome. They shot it. They shot the hell out of it. It, it, it was like the empire strikes back of, of, 
writing dragon films, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, I love it. I, I think it's going to work. <laughs> so it was better than Reign of Fire. <laughs> That's the Return of the Jedi <laughs> dragon riding movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was a Phantom Menace of dragon movies, man. Oh, man. Um, I do yeah. want to see an Ewok that get eaten by a dragon, though. That'd be good. Oh, Ooh. that'd be kind of sad. Maybe in the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. Same thing. How to Train Your Dragon 2. No change there. I agree with every, everybody, what they said. So we'll move on to the next category. Actually, yeah, let's just go into Best Actress in a Supporting Role. There we go. Nominees are Patricia Arquette for Boyhood. Laura Dern for Wild, Kira Knightley, Imitation Game, Emma Stone for Birdman, and Meryl Streep for Into the Woods. And obviously, like always, Meryl Streep must be nominated for either a Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress every year. Robert, you sound Oscars. kind of bitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, come on. Did Meryl Streep run over your dog or something? <laughs> yes, and okay. that's part of the reason <laughs> why I hate her so. No, I'm reading I, some fine print here, and I see for next year, she's already been nominated for Idaho. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there you go. See, It's a necessity. She must be nominated. I, She's a great actress and everything, but I don't think she needs to be nominated. There, There had to be somebody else. That could have been in that category, but anyways, let's let's just move past it. Amber Simpson, who's going to win? Um, of these last six, I think um, they're all pretty straightforward and easy, except for directing and best picture. Um, I think this one's going to be Patricia Arquette. Um, from the snidbits of this movie, I saw she did an amazing job. Um, I'd really like to see Emma Stone win because I love her to death, but I think it's going to be Patricia Arquette. John, I. I was kind of surprised to see Lord Dern. It's like uh, we rarely see her these days. Right. You know? Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. And then Wild. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's got a theme there. That's a pretty big leap. But, uh, yeah. No, I think uh, Patricia Arquette is uh, getting all the buzz, rightfully so. She's just a great actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has she ever been nominated before? Do you guys know? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Okay. Well, Patricia Arquette. Go get it, girl. All the way. Get it, girl. <laughs> Man, you really put an oomph behind that. <laughs> Go get it. Great. Mark? True romance for life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Arquette, Arquette's going to win it. Yeah. I'm going to go Arquette. And uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Laura Dern or Emma Stone win, but I think it's going to be Patricia Arquette. Um, so then let's move on to Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Nominees include Robert Duvall in The Judge, Ethan Hawke, Boyhood, Edward Norton, Birdman, Mark Ruffalo, Foxcatcher, and J.K. Simmons, Whiplash. Amber Simpson. My heart says Edward Norton because I love him, but um, from what I've seen of Whiplash and from my research, I believe it's going to be J.K. Simmons. John. I I got, you know, all these nominees. (laughs) All these. I have no problem with any of them, like, winning over the other. Yeah, they're all pretty great. They're all great actors. The... You know, it's cool to see Mark Buffalo, Edward Norton. Edward Norton, like, uh, it's always it's always great, like, whenever he gets recognition. Well, it's know. cool to have two Hulks nominated. <laughs> that's, that's what I was oh, thinking. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I was hoping that maybe Eric Bana did <laughs> something <laughs> last year that we could just get him in there. Is there a category for, like, best Incredible Hulk? Hulk? <laughs> that would be a tough one to pick. That would be. No. That would be awesome. I think the... The signs all point to J.K. Simmons this year. 
Yeah. Which is great because I personally love them, especially in the Spider Man movies. Plus, I'm tired of those insurance commercials or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you think maybe he'll stop doing yeah, it? Yeah, he'll probably he stop, stop doing it if he gets an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mark? Now, I would like pull a Kool Aid man and run through the wall if Ethan Hawke won because I love Ethan Hawke. I think he's probably one of my favorite actors, but that's not going to happen. It's Simmons. He's all the way. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Simmons, but uh, I agree with Ethan Hawke because recently he's been doing a lot of just horror films, and like that's just like what he's known for. And like seeing him in Boyhood, I kind of liked, I like that aspect of him. I like seeing him as just like this kind of just this dad. And uh, what was that? Oh, oh, sorry to interrupt, but his character arc is amazing. He starts off as this flighty guy, he becomes a dad. I mean, he has like the best line of 2014. He's he's talking to his son. And he's just giving him advice about women, and he's like, "You gotta you, wait. You gotta ask some questions, and then you have to listen." And it's yeah. just such a, like he can pull off this dialogue. He can I, I don't know. And he's been underrated in the in the before movies, and I would love to see it, but there's no way it's gonna happen. So, yeah, he's a really underrated actor. I remember seeing him in Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. I thought he did a fantastic job in that too. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would heartbroken if he did win but i think it's definitely going to be jk simmons all right so let's move on to the next category best hulk best hulk okay eric banner Punisher. <laughs> oh thomas thomas jane, jane yeah <laughs> dolph lundgren and uh and the other Ray guy Stevenson. from Warzone. zone uh, winston <laughs> I, I don't remember his name ray stevenson That's yeah, what yeah. It was. yeah same thing um all right so let's go to best actress in a leading role we have marianne cotillard Cotillard. Cotillard. From Two Days, One Night, Felicity Jones, The Theory of Everything, Julianne Moore, Still Alive, Rosamund Pike, Gone Girl, and Reese Witherspoon. Still Alice. Wild. Still <laughs> what did I say? You said Still Alice. No. What did I say? You said st- Still Alive. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> still <my bad>. Alive. <laughs> it's still Alice. It looks a lot hey, like a B, doesn't it? Same thing. Okay. Is that Listen. like a sequel to Staying Alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still Alive. Josh Rolls is still around, guys. <laughs> Amber Simpson. Um, I'm going to go with Julianne Moore. Um, out of all of these people, I like her the most, and I also think it's not going to be a contest when it comes to these movies. I haven't seen Still Alice. I don't even know what it's about. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. But it's She has early onset uh, Alzheimer's, I think. Oh, okay. Well, go. that sounds like it would be hard to, to act out. <laughs> be hard to beat. And hard to beat. I forgot my lines. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm yeah. still alive. I'm still alive. Still alive. <laughs> still alive. Uh, let's see. I want to say Rosamund Pike because she was a Bond girl. <laughs> and she's uh, in Gone Girl. Ooh. Ooh. Bond yeah. girl, Gone Girl. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm going with Julianne Moore and still Alice. All right. Still Alice. Well, or you still alive. check out Still Alive. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. she's even better than that, <laughs> okay. which is the sequel to this one. <laughs> She's still alive. Guys. She's gonna lose. Alice. She's just gonna end up losing to Meryl Streep, though. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Even though Meryl Streep's not nominated, but she'll she'll lose. <laughs> not yet. Not yet for Idaho. Mark. Uh, yeah, it's still alive. You know, I think she did a great job playing John Travolta's uh, early onset Alzheimer's wife. My, I was gonna say mother, but as, yeah. he, as, as he as he dances his way through his sixties, I, I really feel like she captured the supportive wife who's forgetting everything around her. But I, if Rosamund Pike won, I would be stoked. Yeah, I think uh, wasn't there like kind of buzz behind Rosamund Pike earlier, and then when this Still Alive came out. <laughs> well, I think when she did, what's it, Die Another Day, 
That's when she kind of killed all Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she was Miranda Frost, man. Oh yeah, and oh it was a chilly ice castle that they went into, and her name was Frost. I get it. And okay. she's kind of an ice queen in a uh, Gone Girl. Yeah, she likes ice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna vote for her. No, I'm gonna go with Julianne Moore. I I, I love Julianne Moore. I, I want her to win something because she's been nominated. What I think five times before this. She's never won? Or she's never won. Oh. And she's been nominated a decent amount of times. Get she's it, never won. And Get I liked it, her ever since I saw her in the Lost World Jurassic Park when I was like <laughs> 14 or whatever it was. But yeah. Okay. So let's go to the next category. Best actor in a leading role. Ooh. Steve Carell, Foxcatcher, Bradley Cooper, American Sniper, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Imitation Game, Michael Keaton, Birdman, and Eddie Redmayne, Theory of Everything. Amber. Um... So, I think it should be Steve Carell, but it's not going to be. It's going to be Eddie Red Red Redmayne Red Man Red Man Red Man Red Man Red Man. Okay, for Eddie Redmayne. Everything. There you go, <laughs> Red Man. I love this Redman. album. Yeah. He's great. Uh, okay. So I don't even know who that is. Is he in anything else? What else is he in? Eddie Redman. Eddie Redman. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I didn't see that. That, that, cl- that early classic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steve Carell, I kind of want to win because he never won a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a TV uh, TV comedy. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind if he won the Oscar for Best Actor. Bradley Cooper, I think he's won. No, he hasn't won already, but he's been nominated before. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, he has an awesome name. It's kind of fun to say. Benedict Cumberbatch, I feel very Benny British. Chucky. I like yeah. him. Yeah. I feel very British when I say that. Michael Keaton. He should win just because of his name. He should have won for Beetlejuice and, <laughs> and yeah. Batman. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, during research for this movie, I was actually very surprised that the lead or the guy kind of in the lead to win this is Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, me too. It's funny because the only movie that I've seen Eddie Redmayne in is Jupiter Ascending. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for those of you who've never seen Jupiter Ascending, the whole movie, he talks like this weird kind of, it's like... He left his asthma inhaler somewhere. Like he's that's a, he talks like he's just like it's like a ruler. smoked a lot of cigarettes. And yeah, smoked, spoke in a monotone voice. Yeah, and he's just like so over the top. And like he spends like the whole movie sitting in one room. And it's just like like really he got nominated for best actor. He was in Les Misérables. Oh yeah, which uh, uh, I saw that one. Yeah, there you go. Okay, dude, the kid the kid can act. Yeah, no, he's so, good. He's good. It's just. <laughs> it's just very funny that I, the only movie I've seen him in is uh, <laughs> Jupiter Ascending no I'm going Eddie Redmayne Mark yeah Slick Eddie's gonna win he's gonna, he's rolling to victory which sounds weird because he was playing Hawking and he was in a wheelchair <laughs> yeah. but, get uh, it no, girl yeah. <laughs> no pun intended that's uh, that's no, a, it, yeah no yeah, what, what were you gonna say that's it but uh, he might get Norbert Norbert you know Eddie Murphy Norbert Norbert yeah. himself with Dream with girls. Dream Girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some Keaton could slip in there, but it's it's all Eddie. I really wanted Michael Keaton to win this, and it, because now it just looks like it's in favor of Eddie Redmayne, which that's who I'm picking. But I'm kind of like disappointed that like Michael Keaton's not going to have another chance, man. This is hey, his chance. They're making Beetlejuice too. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that, and that's not his chance. <laughs> that's not a chance coming up, okay? You don't know that. No, this was his chance. I just wish He's that he could get it. 
He's going to have to go back to working at Bed Bath & Beyond on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs) Quoting TLC songs. (laughs) (laughs) Just creep. I'm going to need you guys to creep. Creep. Wait. Do do you know what you're doing? You know you're quoting TLC. I I don't know what that means. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Um, Should have won Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah, you should have. All right, so let's get into the next big category, and that's best... Directing, oh. Alejandro G. Inirat Birdman. Okay. <laughs> Richard Linklater for Boyhood. Bennett Miller for Foxcatcher. Wes Anderson, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Martin Tildum for The Imitation Game. Amber. As John will say, my heart says Grand Budapest, and I think it's really going to be close between Birdman and Boyhood as for the best picture. Um, for this one, I went. It was really hard. But I went for Boyhood for best directing. I feel like directing something that took whatever, 12 years long is probably a little more impressive. Something that took 12 years and actually worked. Yeah. It worked. It worked. Yeah. I, you know, it's, this might might be the tightest competition or tightest category out of, out of uh, the entire race, really. Yeah. Best director. Yeah. And actually out out of the last couple of years, too. Yeah. It's really close between Inarito and Linklater for this one. And it's just... I'm glad Wes Anderson got nominated. I just want to point that out. Yeah, right. that's awesome. Right. But he shouldn't He shouldn't win. No. I don't know. The, I was actually kind of surprised by how close it was because I really thought Boyhood was a runaway favorite in this. But no, Birdman's making the... Making a good push for this, and mm. a lot of a lot of prognosticators are saying Birdman's going to end up taking it in uh, this category. So, yeah, I'll go with Birdman. <laughs> what about you, Mark? You struggled with this one, Mark. Uh, yeah. Oh, listen, I really 100% think that Birdman's going to win, but I can't go against Linkletter because I know Birdman won the DGA award, the Directors Guild. Uh, he, you know, Inaratu Alejandro got nominated. Uh, he won for that. But I just can't go against Linkletter. I'm going with my heart here and uh, going, go. going with some some Richard. I thought about doing that too, but because all the signs are pointing towards Birdman now, I'm, I'm going to go Alejandro. Um, if Linklater wins and I lose the Oscar pool, I'm okay with it. I want Linklater to win. You wouldn't be okay with it. I well, after I cry for a good ten minutes, okay. I would be okay with it, and I'd be happy that at least Linklater won because I think he deserves to win, but. There's a lot of times where I think a certain person deserves to win an Oscar, and they don't. So this is the part where I'm going to pick Alejandro, but I really wish Linklater would win. Okay. So All right. Was that a split? What? It's a split, yeah. Birdman, oh, Birdman snap. for me and John, and Boyhood Mark and Amber boy. for Boyhood. All right, so let's yep. get to the big one. Oh, That's snap. the best picture it's category. Time. Let's There's get how many were it. nominated? Eight? pictures were nominated. So many. I'm glad we're not watching all these, even though we should. We will eventually. Well, there's been some years where 10 were nominated. We're going to go through every year ever. Yep. Every year. We got this. Yeah. So let's go through these nominees for this year. That's American Sniper, Birdman, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Amber Simpson, who's going to win Best Picture? (gasps) Selma. (gasps) <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. It's not going to win. I lied. Um, nope. I had a really difficult time with this one also. Um, but um, I wanted to pick different from directing, and I really think directing will go to boyhood. 
So I went with Birdman for best picture. Um, when I started this, I really wanted to go with how many people came to the movies and saw these movies, and I wanted to vote on those as being the winners. Um, and I think with Birdman, I kind of kept with that when trying to decide also because Birdman got a lot more business in the theaters than Boyhood did. Yeah. At least in my theater. <laughs> Your theater, <laughs> theater is basically at. the canary. Of the yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not really a good judge at Ooh, all. It's like yeah. a bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I get yeah, it. I, I get so it. So Birdman oh, for me. There you go. John. It's okay. Uh, I'm going with Birdman too, but I just want to talk about the other nominees. It's a... Uh, you know, just like a uh, best original screenplays, it's a it's a nice varied collection here. You know, you have uh, Salem, those uh, Sama. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Okay, <laughs> Dear, a lot of people don't Whiplash. know Luther King was part of the Salem witch trials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. That, was so, that was a tough time in history. <laughs> Real tough time. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save that for well, another Well, they did do Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's true. Luther yeah. <laughs> <laughs> King Witch Hunter. <laughs> I think, yeah, this is, uh, you know, last year, a lot of people are saying it's a, uh, it was kind of a down year for movies. It's like, not like a lot of, a lot of good movies coming out. And I don't, I, a lot of good movies came out. They just weren't high profile. Yeah. For some reason, you know. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, these uh these movies are all so low key. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just this one is uh pretty close, like best director. It's it's coming it's a coin flip between Birdman and Boyhood, but I feel like Birdman is gonna end up taking it. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Boyhood. It won the BAFTA. The last six BAFTA winners have won the Best Picture Award, so I'm sticking with I'm sticking with my boy, Boyhood. Boy Boyhood. Yeah, I want to choose Boyhood, but I I also want to win this Oscar pool, so I'm going to go with Birdman because I think it's going to be Birdman. Um, if Boyhood wins again, I won't be hurt that I lost the Oscar pool because I'll be happy that Boyhood won. I think R- Richard Linklater like, deserves to win, and I would love to see Boyhood win because it took so much time, and it's something that actually worked out in the long run, and it was something that he took a chance on. So for that to win, I'd be happy, but... I feel like Birdman's gonna pull out ahead. See, I uh, I just want to mention uh, Mar- see Mark mentioned Baftas. I want to mention the Directors Guild Awards. I read on the on the stats blog, the uh, five thirty eight uh, blog. It's a uh, uh, written by Nate Silver, huge stats guy. But he uh, did a rundown in the uh, the numbers of uh, the award shows leading up to the Oscars. And as far as best the best picture category goes. The award, the award show that provides the best indicator for this category mm. was the Directors Guild Awards. Whatever wins Best Picture at the Directors Guild has an eighty percent chance to win the Oscars right. during Best Picture, the Oscar for Best Picture. And that's kind of the main reason why I went went with Birdman because it it won Best Picture at the Directors Guild Award. Yeah. So, and I. And Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. And, you know, they, they do have a, a history of patting themselves on the back with Argo, The Artist. You know, those are films, all movies all about making film. Yeah. You know, Birdman's about making a play. But I read a great point. Uh, some guy was writing about the two films, about the neck, neck and neck race. And they said that Boyhood is the kind of film that Michael Keaton really wanted to make or the kind of 
product that Keaton wanted to create in Birdman. And for some reason, that really stuck out to me. Like, it's just the quality, original work. And I feel like that's what a lot of people strive to make. And I think it's timeless. And yeah, that's, yeah, I love it. So I'm, I'm going against the grain. It's honestly, I think it's a coin toss. You, you know, yeah. it's, no one really knows. Well, that's the thing. Is like there could always be an upset. I heard some people even talk about American Sniper maybe pulling away with it. Could happen. Which, if that happens, I'd be kind of disappointed if that happens. I, w- I would be too. But I, it's got If I went with my instinct on the busiest, American Sniper beat all of those. Yeah, tenfold. I mean, if American Sniper end up upsetting the other two, it would be like Shakespeare in Love level disappointment. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh. Yeah, because I, I think God it should it. be between Birdman and Boyhood. I would like Boyhood to win, but I just kind of feel because of the experts, because of all these other award shows, I think Birdman's going to pull ahead. Right. But it would be nice if, you know, Boyhood got it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. Well, wait, I got, I got a couple quick questions for you guys. Uh, one one question. This won't be long. What yeah. move, What one movie do you think was snubbed? Gone Girl. For me, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Yeah. I, I love David Fincher, and I just feel like the Academy just does not like him. <laughs> I just he's feel been, bad. He's been nominated before, right? Yeah, but he's never won anything. And I, he oh, should have won for Social Network over, what was it, uh, Toby... King's Speech. What was his name, though? Uh, shoot. I forget the director, though. Because like, I, oh, yeah. I was hoping that like at least Fincher would pull away with directing, because I thought Social Network was much better directed than King's Speech. Uh, he's got a house of cards now. He's in, you know, Whatever. Really, yeah. What about you, Amber Simpson? Anything? John, go next. I'm thinking. Oh, it's gotta be Jupiter Ascending. Okay, what? That was, uh, didn't even come out last uh, year. <laughs> beautiful movie. Transformers Four. Yeah, that one. Why did that get nominated? Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. No, actually, that's Guardians actually a legit Galaxy. choice. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a great, just a great movie in general. It's, I mean, it's a comic book movie, but it just uh, doesn't change the fact that you know it. It was a fun movie to watch, and it was a quality movie. Yeah. So. I could watch it over and over again, and that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Will but, comic book movies ever get nominated like uh, for Best Picture? I think the best chance they had was Dark Knight, and that got snubbed. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I Eventually, possibly. Nymphomaniac uh, about, Part 1. That one? Yep. Not Part 2, though. No, no, just, just Part 1. What about you, Mark? There's a movie called Calvary, and it was directed oh, yeah. by John Michael McDonough. He did that movie, The Guard, which was amazing. His brother directed In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. And it's about this Irish uh, Catholic priest. And it's just this, like, beautiful, funny, violent, profane, beautiful reflection on life that Brendan Gleeson should have been nominated for Best Actor. It should have gotten Best Original Screenplay. should have been nominated for Best Picture. I mean, it is just a -a one-of-a-kind film that has something to say. Very timely. Yeah, that should have been nominated. In Bruges yeah. and Seven Psychopaths are both great movies. I thought I loved In Bruges. Yeah, yeah. I would also say Nightcrawler. I was surprised Nightcrawler didn't get Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get nominated. Yeah, he didn't get nominated and didn't get nominated for Best Picture. It got like a couple other nominations we talked about, but nothing big. And I, I thought that was it. Got like good. a big Oscar marketing push initially, right? I thought so. It, it came was... out like around the same time the Birdman came out. I think. Wow. Well. I I do have to say that uh I think the the person who won twenty fourteen was Scarlett Johansson. She was in Lucy. Under the Skin. Yeah, yeah, I love Under the Skin. I thought she was great in that movie. Uh what, Captain America two. So she wins twenty fourteen. Yeah, she was the, in a uh, ton. 
She's in a ton of stuff. Oh, okay. She what do you a, think I said? She was, she was a, a ton. <laughs> she I thought you said tongue. tongue. <laughs> yeah, she was a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick a body part that Scarlett Johansson was, she would be a tongue. Okay. <laughs> It should be the interview for causing the most chaos. There you go. Interview for being best almost okay. start to a war. My <laughs> real answer, though, is Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think um, Wish You Were Here should have got a little bit more love. I didn't see that. But, um, yeah. Okay, guys. Oh. Another quick question. How? Uh, what's the over-under of the uh, Oscar runtime this year? I'm going to go. I'm going to set the over-under at three and a half hours. I was going to say three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Going three thirty eight. Oh, so he's going oh, over. I'll be, I'll be, yeah, I'll go a little bit less. Three twenty eight. It's gonna okay. be like two minutes less. I'm gonna go three yeah. forty five. Because some Oscar <laughs> pools use this as a tiebreaker. Okay, <clears throat> I'll go with uh, three fifty. Three fifty. Right. I think it's gonna be long this year. I don't think it will. Hopefully, there's not as much singing as there was last year. There's singing every year. I know, but not as much. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I guess we're running pretty long right now. So, uh, <laughs> what would you say our over under is right now of recording? We didn't, we didn't run the uh, the memor- in memoriam reel. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay, but if you would like to sing a tune real quick, <laughs> do it, John. Go. This has been snubbed. Okay, yes. don't do okay. it. That was Keep good. your day. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> This has been snubbed. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I've been your host, Robert Lamb. With me, Amber Simpson, John Lasseveth, Mark Hoffmeyer. Woo! Got Woo. it. Um, Idaho, 2016. There, there you go. Meryl Streep. Check That's out Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check out our other podcast. Go to SharkDropper.com. You can see everything there. Doppel Avenue, Her Word of the Bay, Shark Dropper Podcast. You'll find Snub there now. So, uh, yeah, check us out. Leave us ratings. Uh, movies, films, and flicks. Oh, uh, yeah. Movies, films, and flicks. And uh, we also have an upcoming horror podcast called Paralyzed. So check all that stuff out. Leave us some reviews on each one of our podcasts, if possible. Just a five-star rating. You don't even have to leave a comment. Don't even Just think about it. Just a five-star rating. Just do it. Click it. Do what your go, heart go, says. Go away. Go home. Go okay. wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But, all right, that's been Snubs. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Stand here looking out over the ocean I didn't want to cause a great big commotion Cause when I saw what looked like a fin Break through the surface again It was a shark Shark. Just as quietly as he had appeared, he went away. Back down to the deep blue sea, searching for prey. Then I saw what looked like a fin Break through the surface again It was a shark It was a shark
above the target. T-minus five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark! Go, go, go! This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.